Welcome to 11 Cats Radio, an 11-minute single-topic show with questions generated by, who else? Cats. Have you ever wondered how a cat's perception of the world might differ from your own? Well, put your cat glasses on and find out what cats want you to know as we explore their world through their eyes. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, a healthcare and patient advocate for people and an advocate, not only for my 11 cats, but for you and yours and for cats everywhere. Enjoy the next few minutes with us where we believe that a cat is not just a cat. Pet food is a $12 billion industry in the United States with exports adding another $1 billion. And what's interesting is that despite multiple layers of authority, the pet food industry has enjoyed relatively little regulation. Go figure. You and I can pick and choose what we eat. We can make informed or uninformed decisions about what we pop into our mouths. Our pets cannot. They rely on us. They eat what we serve. They have no choice and no voice. And that is a frightening combination. I'd hate to have no choice and no voice. Wouldn't you? Well, to provide an overview here, what's most important to know is that the bulk of the ingredients used in most commercial pet foods come from places called rendering plants. Rendering plants, they're facilities that process leftover waste products, a number of which are quite unspeakable. Here's a partial list of items that are routinely sent to and processed by rendering plants. Slaughterhouse waste, including most of all portions of animals that are not considered fit for human consumption, diseased, disabled, dying, or dead livestock deemed unfit for human consumption. Those are called the 4D animals, diseased, disabled, dying, or dead. Expired meats from grocery stores, including their plastic and styrofoam packaging. Rancid overcooked oils drained from fryolators and filthy grease from grease traps from fast food and other restaurants. The bodies of domestic cats and dogs that have been euthanized, some right along with flea and tick collars still attached around their necks. Rendering plants take those items and throw them all into a giant auger to pulverize them. And the resulting soup is cooked at extremely high temperatures, in part to kill off the uh, harmful bacteria, the pathogens and other parasites that may be lingering on the dead, rotting flesh. However, this high heat also destroys much of whatever nutritional value the stuff might have ever had to begin with. And what's left is made into various products that are known by the terms we're used to seeing on pet food ingredient lists. So with that, Let's take a peek at a well-known bag of cat food. All right, here's a bag, cat food bag that touts super seafood with ocean fish, albacore tuna, salmon, and crab flavors, 100% complete nutrition, and with healthy omegas. Well, just as in human food, the first ingredients listed on pet food labels are listed by the pre-cooking weight from the heaviest to the lightest. So by pre-cooking weight, the first five or so ingredients are the heaviest and make up the majority of the food. So the first, ground yellow corn. Okay, no seafood here. And corn has little to no nutritional value to cats. And you can be sure that it's genetically modified. Corn gluten meal is the second ingredient. 
Gluten is often used as a binder or thickener for pet foods. Again, no seafood and no nutritional value to the pet. Poultry byproduct meal is the third ingredient. Hmm, still no seafood. Byproducts are animal pieces that are considered unsuitable for humans. Sort of the garbage of the meat processing industry. Meat and bone meal is the fourth ingredient. What? Still no seafood? <laughs> meat and bone meal, if you can imagine it, is an even worse pet food ingredient than byproducts. This ingredient is the garbage from anything and everything animal. Things like euthanized sick animals, diseased animal tissue, or even expired grocery store meat. And our fifth ingredient is animal fat. When chicken feet, turkey heads, cow intestines, and expired grocery store are cooked, the fat that rises to the top becomes the pet food ingredient, animal fat. The pet owner has no idea what types of animals the fat comes from, and worse yet, this common pet food ingredient has been determined by the FDA to be the most likely to contain pentobarbital, the drug used to euthanize the animals. So in other words, you can pretty much assume that the pet food ingredient, animal fat, contains euthanized animals and the drug used to end their life. <laughs> Sickening, and again, no seafood. The first five ingredients contain no seafood. Hopefully the next five will be the good stuff. Here are the next five actual ingredients on this bag with seafood in the name. Soybean meal, animal liver flavor, phosphoric acid, calcium carbonate, and salt. Still no seafood. Actually, still no quality nutrition provided to cats in 10 ingredients. The first 10 ingredients make up around 85% of the food. And it isn't till the 12th ingredient on the list that we find what the name implies, seafood. And that's right before the artificial coloring of the cat food. Now think about that for just a moment. Think about the weight of a drop of food coloring you use when you color Easter eggs, for example. Think of how much those little couple of drops of food coloring actually weigh. Now imagine a piece of tuna or salmon that weighs just slightly more than a couple of drops of food coloring. That's how much seafood is in the bag of cat food. <laughs> Amazing, right? Now remember, these are the actual ingredients of a cat food that is sold in every grocery store across the country, a brand that I assure you would be recognized by every pet owner. A cat food that touts seafood in the name, containing probably far less than one small piece of tuna or salmon in a ton or more of cat food. A pet food that claims healthy immune system supported by high quality protein, when actually there is only a sliver of high quality protein or nutrition in the food. As surprising as this might be, this is all perfectly legal and common practice in the pet food and pet treat industry. It's simply advertising. Misleading, right? Hey, but it's nothing new to advertising. Seafood cat food made with corn? How dare anyone call this seafood? It's a lie. And how many cats in the wild eat seafood anyway? None of these ingredients have anything to do with what a cat would encounter and eat in the wild. Lies, lies, and more lies, perpetuated by those who stand to benefit financially, follow the money. Cats inherently thrive on a raw diet. It's obviously a bit more challenging for us as the human pet owner to satisfy this need. It's infinitely much easier to snap open a can or tear open a bag, but ultimately, a raw diet is what nature intended. 
and to prove how the FDA is so tied to the pet food industry, here's what they say on the FDA website, quote, because raw pet food is more likely than other types of pet food to contain salmonella and listeria, the single best thing you can do to prevent infection is to not feed your pet a raw diet, unquote. Then they go on to offer suggestions about safe food handling. The FDA says it does not believe feeding raw pet foods to animals is consistent with the goal of protecting the public from significant health risks. Feeding raw foods to pets increases the risk that both the pet and the people around the pet will encounter bacteria that cause foodborne illness, particularly if the products are not carefully handled. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, hello. We can get salmonella when we make hamburger for ourselves if we don't wash our hands or contaminate cutting boards. I mean, meat is meat. Doesn't matter who's eating it. That's like saying, let's never eat at a restaurant because we might cross-contaminate. So why would they come out to clearly advocate to not feed your pet what they inherently need and blame potential cross-contamination or food poisoning? Follow the money. The pet food industry does not make a dime if you go to your butcher to buy meat for your dog or cat. The FDA warns about raw foods, but condones filthy, nasty, rendered fat from euthanized animals and garbage unfit for any living creature? Seriously? The pet food supply industry is as corrupt as everything else these days. If you have a pet or know a pet owner, share today's message. Before you happily purchase the cheapest, or even the most expensive can or bag of pet food. Do your research, read the ingredients, consider the advantages of a raw diet. Remember, the industry is not looking out for you or your pet. They are concerned with their back pocket, their wallet, their bank account. Your pet has no choice and no voice, but you do. Return the gift that your pet silently bestows upon you. Connect the dots, choose wisely, and speak up for those who cannot. Thank you for joining us at 11 Cats Radio. I am Pat Rulo, grateful that you choose to advocate with me. Until next time, visit 11catsradio.com and give your cat a kiss from me. And remember, accepting a cat into your life is a lifetime commitment. <laughs>